Good afternoon. I'm Bob, the Inquisitive Gardener. It's three degrees Celsius here in Renfrew County. Skies are gray and rain is falling for the second day in a row. Weather looks to get warmer as the week goes on, but it will be rainy. Last week, I talked briefly about permaculture guilds and told you that this week we would come back and talk more about apple guilds in particular. Now, an apple guild can be based around whatever apple tree is best for your situation. You can determine that for yourself. Remember, you're most likely going to need two if you want them to produce. An apple tree rarely produces apples on its own. It needs a friend. Rather than going into the details, which would take up this whole podcast and beyond about how to build a guild and what guild is, I'm going to say two things. One, the internet is full of great permaculture resources. Permaculture Magazine, Permaculture Activist, Permaculture UK. I could go on and on and on. Do a search on permaculture guilds for yourself to find out more. I focused on the 10th Acre Farm because I've read many of their things over the years and I find them quite reliable. I especially like their take on guilds, the Apple Guild. So what I'm suggesting you do is go to 10acrefarm.com, 10acrefarm.com and check them out. You'll learn everything you really need to know about them. And if you're not satisfied with that, do a little digging. Depending on where you are, you're not putting your apple trees in the ground right now. At least here I'm not. Maybe not too far down the road, and I'm not planting trees anyway, at least not on my property. I've been looking around at a couple of sites where I might plant some trees. I believe we should all try to plant at least one tree a year. But that's not always possible. If you can't do it on your own property, you do need permission. But moving on, what I really want to begin a dialogue on today and over the next while, I can't say how long this is going to take, I don't want to make each episode too long, is permaculture ethics. For me, the ethics are the foundation of permaculture. Ethics in principle is is how we build our sites, how we do our work, whether that work be creating a farm or setting up a committee to address a social issue. I'll more on that later about social permaculture. Albert Schweitzer wants to find ethics as nothing else than reverence for life. Nothing else than the reverence for life. I like that. It suits me because I think that is what permaculture is. It's what I get a sense of. We care about all other beings, not just yourself and not just living beings. Rocks are important too. The first two ethics of permaculture are care for the earth and care for people. Those two we're going to talk about a bit today. The third and more contentious one is the version I take of it is originally put out by Bill Molson, the co-founder of permaculture. And that is take responsibility for your own consumption and production and share the surplus. Your own production and consumption pay close attention to your own. It does not mean you're telling other people what to do with their lives, what to consume, what to produce. It means you're paying close attention to what you do, you and you alone. And then you pass that on through your teachings so everybody else does the same. The key thing to remember when we're talking about change, you don't change the world, you change yourself. And then around you, 
people begin to sense that change. You may lose friends, you may gain friends, your friends may adapt, you may change and find yourself drifting. Anyway, the change comes from within. So, care for the earth. Well, overall, society is doing a really poor job of this. Human-caused problems, pollution, the pandemic, which I believe can possibly be linked to our habitat destruction, our assault on the diversity of species that are around us, and our play just not really caring what happens to any other being on the planet except us. Now, there are exceptions to that. There are other people who feel like I do, that all life is valuable, not all of whom are permaculture designers, but that is the point you need to get to. And that, to me, is the purpose of care for the earth, realizing that the earth is a living being. Soil is alive. Trees are alive so on, and they rely on each other. It's all interconnected. When you chop down a tree, you do more harm than you may possibly realize. So give it some thought. Do you really need to cut that tree? Can you cut it a better way than you're doing it right now? We'll talk more about trees in another episode. Care for, the, care for people. Well, right off the bat, I mean, there are simple ways of caring for people. You can share your food with them. You can share money through donations to various organizations that are there to help those who are labeled destitute or not considered to be fully human. I think that's the best way I can put that. We can donate to them. We can do that. Yes, we can. But we should also be looking at the bigger issues of poverty and hunger and homelessness, its offspring. This brings us into the realm of social permaculture as far as I'm concerned. And this is where we're going to finish today's issue. Social permaculture. What is social permaculture? Well, social permaculture uses permaculture design and principles to create designs which are based primarily on social contexts such as finances, organization, communities, and within that, politics plays a realm. There seems to be a great deal of reluctance in many permaculture circles to get into more detail in social permaculture. I think my reason that I believe this is the case is one thing to plant a three sisters garden in your backyard or a larger garden based on permaculture designs or even a farm, a small farm based on it. It's quite another thing to have a pack on the greater issues such as the climate catastrophe. Yes, our individual work can make a difference, but unless that work is coordinated on a greater scale and supported by people who aren't busy denying it or denying COVID-19 or denying masks and vaccinations, none of these people are working in any sense of caring for people. They're only caring for themselves and trying to prevent others from living a decent life. So think closely. If you really want to be a permaculture designer, if you're only interested in growing food, that's one thing. But if you're going to take the PDC, these ethics are important. Even if you're not going to take the PDC, these ethics are important. You need to think beyond yourself. We live in a greater world and it's all interconnected. Until next week, we are nature working. Have a great day. Bye now.